Ryko Filters are the official filtration sponsors of Tickford Racing this 2021 Supercar Championship season. It's a perfect match, with Ryko delivering genuine championship performance with awesome efficiency, life and flow. So if you want championship filters, visit rykofilters.com.au. Four ricochets back to Big Max Gorn. Now he hammers the ball. Top of the goal square. Big chance here for the D's. Jackson in front. It's over the back. It's bouncing and bouncing. That's the fill of the grass. Max Gorn has kicked the goal. Big win by Melbourne. Big win at the G. The D's, 12 13 85. And defeated Geelong, 9 6 60 by 25 points. Yeah, it was a ring-a-ding-dinger, KB. Great to have KB back on the, the radio. Sports Day is powered by Red Energy. And speaking of Red and the Blue, Simon Goodwin. Melbourne's coach joins us. Four wins, undefeated on top of the ladder. It's pretty easy, this coaching, KB. Goody, welcome to you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jared. Great to be on. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure it's that easy all the time, but uh, it's good to be on the winner's uh, on the winners list, for sure. I'm not sure if you're a great fan of champion data, but, uh, gee, the defensive numbers looking uh, sensational at the present time. All the numbers without the ball are looking so much better than they have. Yeah, look, it's something we've been working on for a couple of years, Jared, to, uh, to be a really good team without the ball. And really, you know, I guess with some personnel changes that we've made in the last you know, three years, we've been able to really stiffen up behind the ball. And um, that's given us a great deal of confidence to be more aggressive in certain areas of the ground. So, um, yeah, they're, they're looking good at the moment and it's certainly an area of the game that we want to be strong in and it's given us some great attacking opportunities on the back of that. Just on that, Simon, like you've always been a tough side and you've been hard at it, in my opinion. You just weren't able to make the most of your entries uh, in the past. But this seems to be like, you know, is it uh, you know, the way you're delivering the ball inside 50? Is it your skill levels improved? It seems like, yeah, you, you score having so much flow within your entries you know, last year it improved, but it looks like to, it's gone to another level again. Was that a real focus over the off-season? Yeah, it has been, Lordy, and um, there's no doubt our efficiency inside 50 has been an area that we've needed to work on, and it's a combination of all those things you're talking about, you know, our kicking. You know, I think Mark Williams has done a great job in our ability to, to deliver the ball. Our you know, forwards have got a good method of how they want to move inside 50, but our ability to support that with pressure and, and ground balls is certainly an area that we've, we've worked on really strongly. So um, it's a combination of personnel, our, our technical and our kicking and all the things that are going into it, and there's still enormous room for growth in that area as well. You know, we're certainly by far a finished product inside Ford 50, that's for sure. Just on that, I just wanted to ask you a selection question nice and early. So Stephen May will be out for you know two to four weeks, so, uh, I suppose. Uh, Tom McDonald, could he potentially go to that back line? And is Ben Brown ready for this week? No, nah, look, Ben's not ready for this week. You know, he's probably still a few weeks away. Uh, both Ben and Sam are coming off long stints in rehab. So, um, yeah, look, we've got some, some restructuring to do in the back half of the ground of the next two or three weeks. But, you know, Tom's been a real pivotal player for us in the forward half of the ground, and you know, that's where he'll stay for the definitely for the short term. And, um, you know, we've got some guys that are playing some really good footy in the VFL down in the back half. You know, Michael Hibbard's one, Harrison Petty's another. Um, that can both stand up and play, you know, taller uh, position type roles for us. So, you know, we've got some opportunity there for those guys, and you know, we'll pick a, a team that we think can really challenge the Hawks. And I think it's fair, and we accept the fact that uh, you've basically uh, cut your cloth with uh, McDonald as a forward. But 
Uh, you didn't know he was going to rebound specifically to the form he's in, and uh, maybe you didn't think he was going to get an opportunity because Ben Brown was coming through uh, to the club. Sam Wiedemann was coming through. And yet now you've, you're placed in this position that McDonald's playing sensational footy and you have got this issue in defence. Is it, is, it, is it a chance down the track that to fit them all in that he does go back there or has to fight his way into another position, albeit uh, midfield, wing, second ruck, etc.? Yeah, look, look, we're very open-minded about how that plays out. Um, I think competition for spots in the forward half's high. Um, Tom, you know, at the start of pre-season, did a lot of work as a wingman mm-hmm. um, and looked really sound as a wingman. So that's certainly an area that we can look at look at uh, how we manipulate that at times and, and get an extra toll into the team. And, um, you know, he's prepared for that. And, and we're very open-minded about what looks like in the back half. But at the moment, Tom's in really good form and um, we're going to keep him there. Simon, congratulations on your start to the year. Uh, we, we chatted to you on the eve of the season and we asked if you just could get one thing out of your team this year, what would it be? And you used the word consistency. Now, I know every club is looking for consistency, but can you put your finger on something that might have helped you be so consistent over 16 quarters to start the year as compared to previous years when you were so up and down? I think Gorney summed it up at the start of the year with what the playing group have really decided that they want to achieve and you know, they want to be a more selfless team in the way they go about their footy and um, you know I think we've seen that through the midfield you know we're certainly sharing the workload through there um, and there's a real connection between the players about how they're playing so I think that translates to consistency um, there's no doubt about that and then the second thing we've been able to do really well so far in the season is about a rest momentum you know every game so far in the season we've been challenged. Um, at various points, but we've been able to respond and, and get the game back on our terms pretty quickly. And the leadership and the leaders that we're starting to develop. So, when you use the word selfless, does that mean comparatively there was selfishness in your team previously? I think it's a evolution of young teams. You know, you go through your ups and your downs, and you know, we've got a core group of players that are now starting to mature. Um, into the players that can have, you know, sustained careers, you know, at the age bracket around 24, 25. And um, that sometimes can take some some time to develop that. And um, I think all those guys have really put their hand up and said that to make the real significant change that we need to make as a team, uh, we need to get on board here. And to their credit, they've been absolutely outstanding in the way they've gone about it through the summer and through the first part of the season. Simon, one of those guys is Christian Petrarca, and I think he's in the best three players in the game. Um, Joe Watson made the biggest transformation I've ever seen in my time as a footballer. He went away one off-season, off and the boys had said to me, have you seen Joe Watson? I said, no. They said, you won't recognise him with his body changing. And Christian Petrarca's was that two years ago. Where did that start for him? Was it a chat with you? Was it the light bulb just going off for him? Because it's been phenomenal, his form, since his body has changed and he's become that outright you know, star midfielder of the game. Yeah, look, I think it's an education piece from a lot of people and, you know, I think every player in their career, and Christian was one of them, had a light bulb moment to say that to be the player that he wants to become, he needs to become the best trainer um, and get himself in the best possible conditions. Um, and to his credit, he went away and did that. And, um, you know, ever since he's been able to do that, his, his form and his football's just gone to le- new levels all the time. And, um, you know, right now that's fueling him. He, he comes to training every day to get better and, um, he would be in our you know, top two or three trainers you know, at the footy club and um, he gets the results he's getting because of the hard work that he's putting in. 
One thing that has changed is uh, your capacity to score from uh, the midfield. We know the dominance there, getting the ball out, uh, but clearly it wasn't showing on the scoreboard. Last time we spoke, you attributed it more to the forwards. Is it more forwards now that's uh, winning you the score, or is it more midfield and better disposal? Oh, it's it's a combination of all that, Jared. You know, I think our forwards are putting enormous pressure yep. on our, our mids are finding a way to get forward and impact the scoreboard. And it's been a it's been a focus for us. You know, we want to have mids that start impacting the scoreboard. You know, I think last year we only really had Christian Petrarca that actually you know, kicked 15 to 20 goals in the season. Outside of that, we had everyone else in single figures. So uh, we needed more players to hit the scoreboard and our mids have certainly got that on their mind that they want to hit the scoreboard. Everybody wants pressure in the forward line. You've got uh, one of the most talked about forwards in the game in young Cosy Pickett, but it's probably Charlie Spargo whose form has uh, gone under the radar, but he's improved just as much, it would appear to me. Yeah, look, his, his work that he does without the ball is, has been sensational. You know, I think he had the six tackles yesterday, but it's the quality of, of how he's going about his business. And between himself, you know, Cosia and Alex Neil Bullen, they're, they're applying enormous pressure. Um, and, and Sparks is ball use. You know, he's a very smart player and, and connects really well inside forward 50. So as a group of, of, uh, of small forwards, they're, they're just executing their role and giving us great look at ground level. Simon, is footy in 2021, albeit the first four weeks, is it easier or harder to coach with the new rules? Uh, it's, it's very similar, Sam. You know, in a lot of ways, it's, you know, you just got to keep it really simple and, and really basic and be really clear on what you, how you want to play and what you want to deliver. Um, there's no doubt there's been some little adjustments to, you know, a little bit more speed on the ball at certain times of the game, but primarily it's still, you know, a forward half game and, and teams that maximise that generally come out winning, so... Um, you know, it's 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 exactly the same. The game goes for longer, so you've got to be able to withstand momentum swings a little bit more in, in, in this season uh, moving forward. So, so can I just ask Simon one about the pressure of the job, Jared? Uh, Chris Scott was on yeah. Footy Classified, Simon, um, talking about the job and how his brother probably lives a more enjoyable life than he does now because he's out of that pressure uh, cooker moment of being a coach. How do you co- cope? And, and what about some of the times you've been through now, it's nice at the moment when you're 4-0, and but you've been through a lot the last couple of years. Um, did you sit back and go, yes, Chris, I understand exactly where you're coming from with what he had to say? Oh, look, I think every coach should sit there and understand that there are a lot of challenges that come with being a senior coach. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of scrutiny. And, and that's no different a job to to a lot of people that are high up in business or in the public eye that there is a lot of scrutiny with the jobs that they have. And, um, you know, if you chose what lifestyle you wanted away from football, um, it may be a little bit different. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I think we all understand when we go into these jobs, um, you know, the pressure that will be there. But we also know that it's an unbelievable privilege to be a senior coach of an AFL team. You know, it's it's one of 18 jobs in the land. It's one of, a job that a lot of people would love to do and have a crack at. And you know, I just feel really fortunate to be able to do that. So you've got to ride the ups and the downs and and deal with the pressure and the stress and the scrutiny, but uh, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Simon, are you surprised by the departure of Glenn Bartlett so early in the season? Is that at all unsettling for a coach? Oh, it's certainly not unsettling. It came as a bit of a shock, uh, but I certainly understand the reasons behind it um, from Glenn's perspective. You know, eight years as a, a president, it's a, it can be quite a taxing uh, a job, and um, you know he's got some reasons behind why he decided this was the right time to leave. So... You know, it certainly won't be a distraction for us as a playing group or, a, a, you know, the performance of our team. You know, the club's in great shape and 
Glenn's done a great job over the eight years to to put the club, you know, in a position both financially off the field and and on the field where we can start having some success. So, um, you know, it, uh, it was a bit of a shock, but you know, certainly understand the reasons. How are you going to manage some of your uh, older players, and, and in particular Max Gorn? I mean, there's only one Max Gorn. You've got a lot of other midfielders around. I know you've got some young kids to be able to back him up, but do you, do you give him a rest, or is he a 22-game player if he's available? <laughs> yeah, Max, he'd, he'd play 100% game time okay. every week. Um, you know, he's a workhorse. Um, you know, they're the sort of things that you obviously discuss as the season goes on, but right at the moment, you know, we we're certainly not thinking in that way at all. You know, we want to make sure we rotate heavily through our mids, um, you know, and really share the load through there for for the reasons that you've spoken about. And you know, Max is someone that we'll certainly look at over time and make sure he's he's fully fit as much as as often as possible. Appreciate your time tonight, uh, Goody, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Simon Goodwin, Melbourne coach Matthew Lloyd's here for Maccas. You can try their new McSpicy and Palmy chicken. Straight after the break, we'll have more with Matthew Lloyd.